Hi, everybody. This is Jimmy DeYoung. Welcome to our study of a series I have entitled, As in the Days of Noah. That phrase comes from the Olivet Discourse. In the last week, Passion Week, before Jesus Christ was crucified, buried, resurrected, and then 40 days later went into the heavenlies, he preached on the Mount of Olives what is referred to as the Olivet Discourse. He made a statement, Matthew 24, verse 37, As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days of the coming of the Son of Man. That's a five-hour series that I have on CD, a audio series that will help you understand the times in which we're living. What he says in this passage of Scripture is that when you replicate the days as they were in Noah's time, you can recognize that is the time of his coming back to the earth. May I invite you to take a few moments now and listen to an introduction to this series as it was in the days of Noah. So in the, here he is not talking about the church. Look at the last part. Go to chapter 25 of uh, the book of Matthew. And the last part of that Olivet Discourse, when he's going to be giving instructions as to how the Jews and the Gentiles are going to be allowed to go into the Millennial Kingdom. What we're looking at here in Matthew 25, you have three different segments of Matthew 25. The, the story of uh, the ten virgins, and then the story of the faithful servant, or the faithful uh, helper of Christ, and then you have the story of the judgment of the sheep and the goats in Matthew 25. I'm just going to look at two of those, the ten virgins. The ten virgins represent the Jewish people who have come through the tribulation period. Look here. After the rapture of the church, there will be a great evangelistic effort that takes place for the entire seven-year period of time. Two witnesses preach for the first three and a half years. 144,000 male virgin Jews get born again. They travel across the entire earth preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Matthew 24, 14, everybody hears the gospel of the kingdom and has an opportunity to either receive or reject Jesus Christ. That happens during this seven-year period of time. Chapter 7, verse 9 tells us a multitude that no man could number even, will come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. They're not a part of the church. They will be believing Jews or believing Gentiles, whichever background they come out of. The church will have gone at the rapture. And so these people, some of them will sustain life. It'll be a terrible time of judgment during this seven-year period of time, but some will sustain life and with physical bodies will have opportunity to enter into the millennial kingdom. The judgment that will allow them to enter into the millennial kingdom in a physical body for the Jews is talked about here with the ten virgins. Five have oil in their lamp. Five do not have oil in their lamp. Notice what it says, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time, but just explaining to you what this is talking about. When the bridegroom comes, they were not ready. The five that did not have oil in their lamp. Verse 10 and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him into the marriage, and the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgins, saying, Lord, Lord, open up to us. But he answered, and he said, Verily I say unto you, 
I know you not. Those were lost people. They weren't people that lost their salvation. They were people that never had Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's what it's talking about. That's what the parable is explaining. I know you not. Jesus Christ never says that to anyone unless they are a lost person. So the five that had oil in their lamp with physical bodies, they will enter into the millennial kingdom. The five that did not have their oil when the bridegroom came, they will be then taken to a holding area referred to in the book of Luke chapter 16 as hell or Hades in the Greek, there to be held until the great white throne judgment when they will be sentenced to eternity in the lake of fire. And then when you go to verse 31 of Matthew 25, it is the judgment of the Gentiles, the living Gentiles, those Gentiles that make it through in physical bodies, that seven-year tribulation period, make it uh, to the point where they're opportunity is available for them to go in to the kingdom area. And verse 31, and then when the Son of Man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him, then shall he sit upon his throne of his glory. By the way, that means he'll be sitting on the temple in Jerusalem on the temple mount. That's where he will be headquartered. And this is the valley of Jehoshaphat where he's judging the nations. The Valley of Jehoshaphat is the Kidron Valley, that valley between the Temple Mount and the Mount of Olives. And he will judge them, and he shall sit, look at verse, 30, uh, verse 32, and before him shall he gather all nations, or goy, or Gentiles, and he shall separate them one from another, as a shepherd divideth his sheep from the goats. And he shall set the sheep on his right hand, uh, but the goat shall be on his left hand, and he'll say, those on his right enter into the, uh, to the kingdom period. Those on the left will be taken to that holding pen to be held there for that judgment that is yet future after the thousand-year millennial kingdom. So this sermon on the mount, this prophecy conference, this uh, Olivet Discourse, is allowing these Jews and these Gentiles to understand how are they going to enter into the millennial kingdom, what are the requirements going to be, what's the testing period, everything about it. No place in chapters 24 or 25 is the church mentioned. No place is it alluded to. It will not be in this, uh, at this time. This is talking about not only is it talking about, not talking about the church, but it's talking about the coming, the coming of Jesus Christ back to the earth. The rapture of the church is not the second coming. The return, the revelation of Christ back to the earth is the second coming. It's after a seven-year period of time after the rapture that the coming, the second coming of Jesus Christ is talked about, and that's what he's dealing with. In fact, in the whole sermon, the Olivet Discourse, he is laying out how everything's going to unfold. It is a complete prophecy conference. You could just really study Matthew 24 and come to an understanding of all the prophetic truth you need to know. Look up here in, in verse 4. He, he's going to lay out from verse 4 to verse 14 those things that are going to happen in the first half of the tribulation period, that first three and a half year period of time. Now we'll come back and look at this more intensely in just a moment, but from Matthew 24, 4 to 14, that is the 
first half of the tribulation period. In verse 15 is the midway point to the tribulation period. Jesus makes the statement, And when ye shall therefore see the abomination of desolation, spoken of by the prophet Daniel, by the way, that's Daniel 9, 27. We'll look at that momentarily. Then those that are in the holy place who shall read, let him understand. Then let them that are in Judea flee unto the mountains. And they're going to that special location that God has prepared, providing them safety for the last three and a half years. So from chapter 24, verse 15 to verse 20, we're talking about the midway point of the seven-year tribulation period. Then starting in verse 21, look what it says. For then shall be great tribulation. That's how the Jews, that's how the ancient Jewish prophets refer to that last three and a half year period of time. Jeremiah called it the time of Jacob's trouble, Jeremiah 30 verse 7. It is the last three and a half years of the tribulation period. It is the most intense persecution on the Jewish people. It is that period of time when two out of every three Jews are going to be killed in that last three and a half year period of time between the midway point, the abomination of desolation, and the return of Jesus Christ. And that goes then starting in verse 21 and takes us over to verse 28, and it's describing what's going to happen, some of the events that are going to happen. Now, you go to other portions of Scripture to get all the details on what's going to take place in that period of time. Look at verse 29 now. This comes to the time of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And immediately after the tribulation of those days... Shall the sun be darkened, and the moon shall not give her light, and the stars shall fall from heaven, and the powers of the heavens shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in heaven, and then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn, and they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with power and great glory. And he shall send his angels with a great sound of a trumpet. Then they shall gather together his elect from the four winds, from one end of the heaven to the other. Notice there's going to be the sound of a trumpet here. I have a book over here, and the title of the book is Sound the Trumpets, plural. There's a trumpet sound. It's talked about the last trump, 1 Corinthians 15. The last trump that will be sounded for the church is to take them out at the rapture of the church. There's a seven-year period of time, and then there is another trumpet sound. Jesus, when he comes back to the earth, plants his feet on the Mount of Olives, has one of his angels blow the trumpet. Thank you very much for joining with us to study as it was in the days of Noah. That is a series taken from the Olivet Discourse, recorded in Matthew 24 and 25, Mark 13, and Luke 21. This phrase, as it was in the days of Noah, gives us evidence as to how soon it may well be when Jesus will shout, the archangel will shout, the trumpet of God will sound, and we will be caught up to be with him. Jesus said, when you replicate those days as they were in Noah's day, that's the time that I will be coming. And as we continue to study this, you'll understand we are indeed living in those days. If you're interested in our CD series, As It Was in the Days of Noah, you can go to our website, www.prophecytoday.com, or you can call our toll-free number, 877-674-3298. This way, you'll be able to have your own copy of the five-hour CD audio series, As It Was in the Days of Noah.
Thank you very much for listening to this short segment of this series. And uh, let me just remind you, everything that we've said in this study is indicative of the fact we are quickly approaching the time when Jesus will shout and will be caught up to be with him. Having said that, nothing left for me to say except let's keep looking up until.